am I? How tough am I? I had a bowl of nails for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yes, so? Without any milk. Hello, Nail City, and welcome in to this week's episode of The Toolbox. I'm your host, DJ Abacella. Coming up on this week's program, we'll start off by recapping the annual Signing Day event, which was exclusive for season ticket members and corporate partners. One of the people who was able to attend Signing Day this season was one of our new Nailer players for the upcoming season, Zach Lynch. He's our profile segment during this week's program. We'll touch on some former Nailers who signed ECHL contracts this week. Also news from the league as there is a new member of the front office. A former referee has traded in the skates for a suit and tie and will be around ECHL buildings this season. Yet another ECHL head coach has made the jump up to the American Hockey League and someone who we're familiar with also got an AHL coaching job earlier in the week. Our Where Are They Now features a goaltender who was here earlier in this decade who went back to school and is now working for the school. We're going to start this week's edition of the Toolbox a little bit differently than we typically do as it was a quieter week when it comes to transactions involving the Nailers. But don't worry because that certainly is going to ramp up in the coming weeks. Head coach Mark Dennehy was in town this week and there are some deals done. So we will be having some announcements about player signings in the weeks to come as the roster continues to shape itself up for the 2018-19 season. But the main highlight of this week was our annual signing day event, second time that we've hosted this event, exclusive for season ticket members and corporate sponsors. It was held at West Banco Arena, so we want to give big thanks to the folks at West Banco Arena for putting on such a great show for us. Also, some terrific help from Beyond Marketing with putting everything together for us, and also Generations, who was in charge of all of the food for the event on Wednesday night. So big thumbs up to all three of those terrific partners of ours here with the Nailers. Signing day started off with the unveiling of the new marketing slogan for the 2018-19 season, which is Nail City. And that's going to be a terrific compliment to join the evolution, which is something that we've obviously had a terrific amount of success with. So join the evolution and Nail City, they're going to work hand in hand. We hope to hear you say those two things a lot. We hope to see those around town a lot and a lot of great momentum as we ride through this 2018 summer and get ready to drop the puck in the fall. So that started the night, and you also, if you're a season ticket member, you got a sneak peek at some of the highlight promotional events that are going to take place during the 18-19 schedule. We'll talk more about that in future editions of the Toolbox. But another thing that happened on signing day, one of the main highlights of it, fans got a chance to sign their very own ECHL contract, just like the ones that the players signed with head coach Mark Dennehy and team governor Don Rigby and I know that the fans one of the first things that I heard out of people's mouths on Wednesday night was just how much they enjoy Mark Dennehy and I've talked about it a lot here on the show how what a great personality he has and he's fitting into this wheeling community so well got a chance to learn the diehard fans and what they're all about, how long they've been a part of this organization, and what really makes them so passionate about this hockey team here in the Ohio Valley. So that was excellent. And then fans also got a chance to go into the Nailers locker room, and they get their own 
custom Nailers nameplate, just like the ones that the players have for their lockers during the season. They got a chance to take a picture in that locker along with Zach Lynch, who signed with the Nailers earlier this summer, came down from Pittsburgh and got to be a part of the day. We'll talk to Zach later on in the program about his experience and what he's looking most forward to as he gets set to put on that Naylor jersey for the first time in his career. So we mentioned a slow week in terms of transactions for the Naylors, but the league had some former Naylors who signed contracts. One of them was Jake Bolton, who started last season with Wheeling. He was a player that I wish we got a chance to see for a longer period of time. A player who had a cannon of a slap shot and was a lot of fun to work with, had a great personality from a community standpoint. It was actually he and Hunter Feiges, if you remember back and we had the Star Wars night commercial, who were jousting in the rafters of West Banco Arena and around the concourse. So Jake did a good job with that for us, but he has signed a contract with the Greenville Swamp Rabbits for the upcoming season. We play Greenville here twice in November, and then we will go to Greenville once, so we'll have three games against the Swamp Rabbits this season. Bolton was originally traded from Wheeling to Florida, and then from Florida on to Quad City. Of course, Quad City no longer in business after this season in the ECHL. They do have an SBHL team, so Bolton Bolton is now a Greenville Swamp Rabbit. Another one who was looking to start last season with the Nailers has had two different stints in Wheeling. Did not get a chance to play in a game last year with Alex Carrier. He re-signed with the Atlantic Gladiators. And then Mike Gunn, who started the 2015-16 season here. Unfortunately, was not a part of that run to the finals. He has re-signed with the Allen Americans. Now, speaking of those Allen Americans who will have a Kelly Cup final rematch from 2016 right here at West Banco Arena coming up on December the 12th. They announced their new affiliate for the 2018-19 season. They were previously with the San Jose Sharks and they are now with the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota was with Rapid City last year and Quad City prior to that. So Allen becomes the fifth team in the ECHL this season to grab a new affiliate joining Utah, Maine, Newfoundland land and Norfolk and yes we still look at it at the board and there are still four teams without NHL affiliates that being Fort Wayne Greenville Orlando and Rapid City and the open NHL teams right now are Anaheim Columbus Florida Nashville Ottawa San Jose Tampa Bay and Vegas now could somebody else potentially open up sure but I think we're starting to get a feel that most of the affiliations are pretty secure obviously some of them are under multi-year deals, um, but certainly starting to solidify where those are looking going into the season. Funny how one topic leads right into the other, and for the Minnesota Wild organization, someone that we don't really talk about a lot as far as the team goes, well, Minnesota's AHL affiliate this week, the Iowa Wild, named their new head coach, and it's a name that is familiar with the organization, both from what he did with the AHL affiliate and because of who his son is, and that's Tim Army. Tim Army, the new head coach of AHL Iowa, that of course is Derek's dad, and he was also the assistant 
assistant coach for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins under Clark Donatelli last season. So Tim spends one year in Wilkes-Barre Scranton. Prior to that, he was an assistant coach under Patrick Waugh and company with the Colorado Avalanche. This will be Tim's third head coaching job in his career. He coached in the American Hockey League with the Portland Pirates when they were under a Washington affiliate from 2002 to 2005. And then on to the college ranks, he coached at Providence College as the man in charge from 2005 to 2011. He had Clark Donatelli by his side as his assistant coach during that final year of 2010-11 before Clarkie ultimately came here to start as an assistant coach under Stan Drulia in 2011-2012. Sticking with the coaching theme, and man, this has been an incredible trend this summer. Yet another ECHL head coach is going up to the American Hockey League. That is Ryan Warsawski, the head coach of the South Carolina Stingrays. He was the coach in South Carolina for two years following in the footsteps of the man he was an assistant coach for in Spencer Carberry. Carberry earlier this summer got hired as the head coach for the Hershey Bears. Well, Warsawski has taken over as an assistant coach with the Charlotte Checkers. That is the Carolina Hurricanes AHL affiliate. So congratulations to Ryan on moving up from the ECHL to the AHL. And that now creates a situation where that will be the ninth different team with a new head coach going into 18-19. South Carolina and Cincinnati still has not named its new head coach yet. Wheeling, of course, we know that situation with Mark Dennehy taking over. Greenville, St. John's, Newfoundland, Manchester, Maine, and Atlanta. Also news in the ECHL this week, the league named its new manager of officiating, and it's a former referee, Stephen Thompson. If you remember watching the games, he was number 27, and we actually saw quite a bit of Stephen over the years. He was in the ECHL with the orange armbands on from 2014 to 2018. We had him for 25 games. Yes, I do keep track of how many times we see referees over the course of the different seasons. It just gives me a better idea as we watch the games whether we're going to have a referee who tends to trend on the high side of penalties called or on the low side of penalties called gives you a good idea it's those analytics that you want to have a good feel of for when you're watching along as the games progress a couple of fun stories with Stephen Thompson and I'm looking forward I hope we get a chance to have him on a broadcast at some point during the season because he's a pretty fun guy to chat with I've had a good chance to build up a nice rapport with him over the years but first time I ever met met Stephen was after a New Year's Eve game I went out to TJ's for dinner after the game with him and Joe and Donna Ernst and a couple of the other linesmen who worked the game that night and he told me that his parents were avid listeners to the broadcasts and you know in listening to me for as long as I've been here that sometimes I can get pretty critical so that can be a little bit of a scary thought when you know that the referees families are listening to the broadcast but he told me that they absolutely love tuning in which made me feel a lot better about my myself at that point in time but throughout the conversation too he also told me that he keeps track of his strides during the game and his distance he had a Fitbit to start and then he evolved into the Apple watch so when I started to give his family the shout outs over the years when he started to come back to wheeling once again I also would bust his chops a little bit and say ah I wonder how far Steven is skating in tonight's game so that was fun story number one with Steven Thompson fun story number two this is one that I, I absolutely 
absolutely love telling, and it's a fun one to experience. It happened in school day 2015, the infamous Education Day comeback game against the Cincinnati Cyclones when the Nailers came back from 5-2 down with five minutes to go in the third period, scored five goals to go on and win 7-5. So in case that game wasn't just tremendous enough in your memory banks. Here's one other fun note for you from that game. So Mark Recchi, who was a player development coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins, was down for that game, and he spent the second and third periods on the bench, which is not an unusual position for the player development coaches. Bill Guerin did that a lot when he was in that role, both here in Wheeling and with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in the American Hockey League. So Recchi basically getting in there, supporting the players, instructing as well, helping out Clark Donatelli, and at that time David Gove, who were running the show for the Nailers. Well, one of the linesmen decided to prank Stephen Thompson and say, and Recky, by the way, was not wearing a tie for this particular game, just had the dress shirt on, and said, hey, that guy on the bench there without the tie on has been lashing you all game long, really just grilling you call after call. So... Thompson did not know at the time that that was Mark Recchi, so he went over to the bench and told Naylor's head coach Clark Donatelli that the guy who was not wearing the tie was either going to have to shut up, basically, or Thompson was going to throw him out of the game. He had no idea. And Clark kind of looked at him like he had 25 heads and was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, I'll let him know. So Clark, he turns his head down to Rex down at the end of the bench and says, Rex, what are you doing? You're going to get thrown out if you don't watch what you're saying. So Thompson, as the second period is going along, starts talking with some of the players. And there's some terrific dialogue that happens on the ice. And you can look on YouTube throughout some of the different teams. We did one with Ryan Murphy back in 2013-14 with the referees mic'd up. And it's really fun to see how the personalities can really show in those situations. So Tomer starts asking some of the players, hey, who's that guy on the wheeling bench? comes to find out that it might be Mark Recchi, and now he feels humiliated. So he goes into the referee's room between the second and third period, looks it up on his phone, Google images it, and finds Mark Recchi's picture. So he comes back out in the third period with his tail between his legs, essentially, goes right up to Recchi and goes, Mr. Recchi, I'm so sorry. I did not know who you were, but you can feel free to, you know, say whatever you'd like. And by the way, you also look great on without a tie. So definitely one of the fun stories of Stephen Thompson with the Nailers in his career. And obviously, I think he's a terrific person. He worked the World Junior Championships this past season as well up in Buffalo. And I think he's going to be a great person to take over that role as the manager of officiating. So best of luck in can't wait to see you in the suit as we move on in the 2018-19 season. Keep an eye out, by the way, around town in the next couple of weeks. A couple of big community events coming up. First off, make sure to stop by our table at the Italian Festival on Saturday, July 28th. That'll be from 11 to 6. And then we will also have an interactive setup with our hockey net out at the Celebrate Youth Festival. That's always a huge event every summer. That takes place at Wheeling Park, right inside where the ice rink usually is on August 2nd. From 10 to 4, the Naylor staff, I want to give a big thumbs up to all of them doing a terrific job in the community, doing the best work that they can, getting in front of people and showing just how much fun we have doing what we do and how awesome the upcoming season is going to be. Before we talk to one of our guests and a player who is going to be part of the upcoming season's team, Zach Lynch, we'll tell you about a former Wheeling Naylor. It's time for Where Are They Now? And this week, it's Peter Delmas. Delmas was a Naylor goaltender from 2010 to 2010. 
2013, helped lead the team to the 2011 Eastern Conference Final, and Delhi is now a goaltending coach and academic advisor at Western University, and that's located in London, Ontario. Real neat situation there, as Delmas finished playing pro in 2014, he played a year with the, at the time, Gwinnett Gladiators, then went to Western, played one year there, got his degree, and then stayed with the university. And that's really a neat situation how Canadian University allows that, where you can play major junior or you can play pro, and then once you finish up, you can go back to school, you can still play the game that you love, and you can get your degree. And obviously in Delmas's case, it's gone a step further, where now after playing for the university, he can work with the university and continue to help players who were once in his shoes continue to mold themselves, maybe end up making it back to the pros, or as they finish and basically live out the end of their dream and then ultimately turn things into the real world. So congratulations to Peter Delmas. Some great work at Western University. This week's guest on the Toolbox is somebody who's been to West Bank Arena before as a fan, as an opposing player, but this week, as part of Naylor Signing Day, had a chance to come to town as a member of the Wheeling Nailers. It is forward Zach Lynch, part of the upcoming season team. And Zach, after coming here as a fan and as an opposing player, what's it like to now get a chance to be a Naylor and meet all of your fans? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, uh, to have everyone screaming against you, it's good to finally have them on your side here and finally get a chance to, to meet some of the fans and see how... Uh, how passionate they are about hockey here so it's really good to see you're from Pittsburgh right up the road so I assume we're going to see the family and a lot of friends here at a lot of the games this season what does it mean for you being a Pittsburgh kid growing up a fan of the Penguins watching the organization and now being able to wear those colors and be a part of this thing oh yeah I come from a huge hockey family uh, family friends cousins though they'll, they'll all be here cheering on and uh, cheering on the nailer so uh, it's it's going to be awesome to to be able to have that many people in the stands every night and to be able to, to, to have my family and friends and just everyone that uh, has been wanting to see me play a little bit more to uh, have that chance and, and do it a, a lot more often. You're a 1992 birth year, which means that was the second Stanley Cup back in the Penguins' Mario Lemieux era. How much of an impact did the Penguins have on you growing up and to really impact your love of the game of hockey? Yeah, they were huge. Uh, I grew up a Pens fan. I grew up going to all the games, even through their their, their little year of uh, a couple years of bad hockey. I was I was still there at all the games and uh, was fortunate enough to to stick it out and see all these cups lately. So it, it's good to be a part of. Did you have any idols or favorite players growing up? Uh, specific players? I mean, weirdly, I think of guys like. Kovalev and Straka as a couple of my favorite players growing up. So we now have two players on this team, Alex Rauter being the other, who also has Alex Kovalev as a favorite player growing up. That's interesting. You guys will have a nice bonding thing with that. You went to Massachusetts, played junior hockey there, but then, again, the college game draws you back home, Pittsburgh, Robert Morris University. Was that somewhere that you had targeted growing up, or how did that materialize? Uh, I mean... Not something I had always envisioned, but uh, when it became an opportunity, it's hard to pass off playing in your hometown, again, playing in front of your family and friends. So I was very fortunate enough to be able to play college hockey right in my hometown and, and uh, extremely fortunate to come back home again and play professional. 
Robert Morris is a really unique program and a fun one to watch because it may not have the long storied history of some of the Division I hockey programs, but now lately it's been put on the map even more, especially your sophomore year when you guys went to the NCAA National Tournament for the first time ever. How much pride do you take in being that class that was a part of something that special and really a mark for the program and its history? Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, uh, that program is, was so young, especially when I was there and even now still, but the guys that put in the effort before me to get us to where we were able to, to reach the tournament, uh, just a lot of alumni that put in a lot of work, and uh, the program continues to grow every year and put themselves on the map every single year, so it's, it's good to be a part of and to, to keep watching them grow too. Fun story that you and I were talking about when you first got traded to the Nailers was back in March of 2015. You were a student at RMU. Cody Wido was here in Wheeling making his pro debut with the Nailers, a goal and an assist and a 2-1 win over Fort Wayne. You and your teammates came down for that game. What was it like to be a fan here in Wheeling and also to support one of your teammates as he started to make his embarkment into the pro game? Yeah, a bunch of our uh, our, our team came to, to see Cody play, and I uh, got to see him score, and it, it was just good to see uh, the, the the pro game when we're all kind of thinking uh, what it's going to be like, and good to see that Cody stepped right in and, and made a positive impact on a team like Wheeling and, and did that for a couple more years. So it was, it was good for us to see. It was good to be a part of, uh, to see the atmosphere of Wheeling and all of that. College hockey has made such a footprint, especially here in the ECHL, and we see it with the team that Mark Dennehy's already started to recruit here for the Nailers this season. Why is there such a benefit for college hockey players, and what do you see that kind of makes that adjustment easier, so to speak, going from the college game to the pro game? Uh, I don't know if I can put my finger right on it, but uh, the college game is just very similar to pro, the, the hard working, the speed. So uh, it, it's it's good going to college for four years. You get to build your strength up, build your size a little bit more, and your speed to make that transition to pro hockey a little bit easier. Mark Dennehy was a college hockey coach. You were a college hockey player. I don't believe you guys really crossed paths too much being in different conferences, but what are your early impressions on him and the team that he's building here? Yeah, we were uh, we we did not cross paths at all in college, but uh, so far what I've seen from him and just meeting him, uh, I'm I'm super excited about everything he has to say and uh, his uh, ideas and uh, they seem pretty much to fit my play style pretty well. So I'm pretty excited to get started. Third full year pro you're going into. You've had two real nice productive years in the ECHL with some time in the AHL. What are you looking at going into this season as some personal accomplishments? And, of course, you want to try and go another deep run into the playoffs for a team's sake. Yeah, I mean, first things first is I want to I want to win hockey games. I want to go to the playoffs. I want to win championships. So wherever that is, right now I'm in, that's Wheeling. So our, the, the goal is to, to make the Kelly Cup and, and to play for a championship. And whatever opportunities come from that is, is just a little bonus. I'll leave you off on a softball. We still have a couple of months to go until training camp begins. So what have you done fun this summer so far, and what's left on the final few months before you lace up the skates again? Uh, I've had a, had a couple good trips uh, out to Michigan. I'm heading out to California to see my college roommates coming up. So uh, just just getting ready, uh, starting to skate a little bit more, starting to, to put my nose to the grindstone a little bit more on the, the gym and, and skating. So just getting really excited to start. Zach Lynch, thanks so much for coming down and being a part of Naylor Signing Day. I know that the fans really appreciated it. Welcome to Nail City, as we can now call it, and can't wait to drop the puck on October 13th in Norfolk and November 3rd here for the home opener. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm super excited. 
Big thanks once again to Naylor's forward, Zach Lynch, who was able to join us for signing day 2018 and, of course, for spending a few minutes with me to enjoy the time he spent here in Wheeling and definitely looking forward to some big things on the ice from him as part of the 2018-19 Wheeling Nailers. Again, as I told you at the beginning of the show and during it, be sure to look out for us at the Italian Festival and celebrate youth, and we will definitely have some player signings coming your way next week, so keep Keep your eyes open for that. I'm DJ Abasella. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of The Toolbox. Nail it down, Nail City.